This is an NYY Sports Talk podcast presented to you by Baseballism, a premium lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime. Baseballism is America's brand. Now batting for the New York Yankees, the shortstop, number two. Welcome back. This is episode 114 of the NYYST podcast presented to you by Baseballism.com. I am your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And it's, how, how, how would you say it in Boston? It's fucking Stat Guy Rye. Stat Guy Rye. What up? <laughs> uh <clears throat> little inside joke, but uh, Chris and uh, Ryan just came back from Boston. Uh, it was wicked. It's fine. actually fucking Boston, and we went to Fenway Park. Yeah, it's actually it's actually an incredible stadium. So Chris and Ryan are Fugazi Yankee fans because they went to Boston this weekend. It wasn't okay. I've toured Fenway Park before. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do. I know that was a I common know. knowledge. Going to a yeah. game was pretty cool. It wasn't my top. It wasn't my top like three or four stadiums, but to watch a game, it's possibly my number one. To watch the Why? seats. First of all, everything is from the fucking nineteen hundreds. Yeah, which is like I get which you. Is cool. I get it, but get new seats. It's cool for like ten minutes. But when you're sitting there and he's fucking what six six three one. six six one. three yeah six three six three sure his knees were go first yeah the jerk off in front of us had to keep his arm around his wife right the whole, it probably wasn't even his wife it was probably his his mistress yeah arm I think around the wife Ryan's knees going through his back yeah this the seats and, there I mean come and on and you're guys. like this I'm big I'm wide I and. Both of them next to me, they can't even breathe. Wide guy, wide guy, I'm wide Chris. guy, Chris. <laughs> that part sucked, but it is a very intimate feel to watch the game there because you're on top of the field. The Sox, who uh, they dropped two in a row to the uh, to the Rays. Why was it only? Did they win the no, first? It was game postponed, right? It was oh, supposed to be right, a three right. gamer, it's, but it's but made they up on in June, June eighth, or something. So we uh, Yankees actually uh, they swept the uh, San Francisco Giants over the weekend. So the Yankees are sitting at seventeen and eleven right now, playing six hundred baseball, which is it's 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 absolutely unbelievable. You can't even you can't even comprehend it. And two more guys went down to injury today. DJ LeMay, you fouled the ball off his leg on Friday, and they kind of acted up on him today. And uh, Gio Rochello, who's been a godsend. I mean, unbelievable. uh, You know, Avengers Endgame came out over the weekend, and Ryan and I both saw it. uh, And we are tentatively planning a Endgame podcast to be released Friday morning. Just Are you doing Ryan. a whole new show? Like, just the two of you? Yeah. Or is it just an episode of Hitting Hard? No, it'll be an episode of Hitting Hard. Are you going to plan to do a movie podcast? I don't know. It, movies that Ryan and I see together, maybe we'll use that as an mm-hmm. episode of my pod, because... The thing with my show is that it's, it's hard. It's not just Yankees. It's, it's not just Yankees, and it's hard to do it now when the Yankees are on because optimum time is to be doing it between 7 and 8 o'clock. Right. And, no, who cares when the Yankees are on? Well, I said it in my show uh, last week. 
I never know when I'm coming back. And you know what? I'm okay with it. We're not looking to go mainstream with those shows. We're just looking to every now and then put out some extra content. Mm -hmm. It's tough. I mean, we haven't done this show twice uh, for the week in a few weeks now because of the schedule. But when we're doing this twice a week and we, you know, we just have a lot on our plate. You know, there's, a lot. So, there's so much, there's only so many ways you could say the same thing too, which is another mm-hmm. reason why I haven't done it. Right. We're doing two shows a week and you know, what am I going to talk about? And, and the reason why, uh, we're going to do hitting hard a little differently this week is, uh, normally I stream live on Twitter, but since we would be talking about Endgame, I don't want to stream live this way. Somebody might come on and pick up a spoiler that they haven't seen the movie yet. This way you have the option of listening to that show if you haven't already if you've seen the technically movie. you can go live you can put in the tweet you know spoiler yeah i know alert, but somebody and could, the but the volume doesn't play automatically for people i don't want like i just don't want it. somebody to because you know some jerk off saturday morning i went to see the movie saturday morning some fucking jerk off posted five spoilers on what are you Twitter, doing? Like, come on, man. Saturday yeah. morning. And you know who I'm... I'm not even mad at him that he did it. It's the person that quote tweeted it and said, you're a fucking asshole for doing this. Yeah, because then no, you're... No, you are yeah. the fucking... You're the asshole because now you're mad that you saw these these um, mm-hmm. these spoilers. Oh, you, you like went back at them and then they quote tweeted you and said, you're an asshole? No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't get involved in this. I went on my... I just went on Twitter Saturday morning and somebody retweeted spoilers but you know quote tweeted and said oh you're an asshole for for tweeting these like no dude you just worsened it in my my mind you made it worse you're the bigger asshole because yeah it sucks for you that you saw the spoilers but now that you're pissed that you saw spoilers you retweeted it and opened it up to a new level of people oh god i got it now that is that you're it's like two wrongs don't make it right, but he's even more wrong than the first guy. Yes, I honest. That's my opinion. I, no, I kind of agree. And five out of the five spoilers that I saw, four of them were correct. So when are you guys doing the show? Because I'm pretty excited. Uh, I'm excited gonna... to be behind the scenes and do what I do and not have to also mm-hmm. be involved. Well, in the Thursday show. we're gonna the schedule's gonna break nice for us this week. That the Yankees are off to because uh, it's Sunday night, so the Yankees are off Monday, playing a two game set against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and then they're off Thursday to travel back home. So we can come here, do a nice little quick pod recapping the Arizona series, and then this way we don't get exhausted from talking too much about the Yankees. Then we can, you know, do the uh, the end game pod. I like that. Sounds good to me. I'm dude. pretty excited. Are you guys gonna bring a change of clothes? Why? So it's not, you know. Oh, so we're not wearing like Yankee gear? No. You want me to wear an Iron Man t shirt? You're just going to go. Now we video all these shows. So why? You, just, wear, you wear the same, I wear the same you thing, wear the right? same Every thing night. all the time. Like, like we're filming have, Jeopardy, I, two different episodes on the same day. They bring different shirts. All right, look, there's going to be a little bit of fluff in this show, and I'm just going to get it out of the way now because we're going to get to Yankee shit. Don't worry. But we haven't fluffed enough. We haven't. We and haven't porn, been able isn't to the fluff. fluffer that the one that gets the, them uh, uh, before the scene is now what a fluffer is? Yes. Yep. In a porn. In a porn. You got to fluff them up. We're gonna fluff you up right now. <sighs> I actually had something for you today, but I left it at home. And That's then, weird that you just brought that up now. Because uh, I reached out to the Yankees and uh, they sent me something. And oh yeah. It's 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 for. Our recording area. Oh, I like that. Cool. Um, 
But real quick, I, I texted you this. I just wanted to get this out of the way very quickly. And don't reach out to the Yankees and have them send you shit too. But it's only because I ordered multiple Yankee Universe packages this year to go to games with different people. And I got a bonus gift in one of them because I did it. And I asked, I, re- I requested it. That's really nice, man. Great. See, you are a nice guy. Hmm? The right. first thing I'm going to say is we dropped this tweet today. When I don't, if anyone comes at us and says, you guys are jinxed, you're fucked up, that I, that I tweeted out the CC 3000 shirt before he actually did it, it's not on sale yet. Might not ever go on sale. He might not actually do it, but he's gonna, right? It's close enough where people can at least reserve them. I'm just gonna, I know. Where's he at right now? What? Where's he at right now? He's three away. Is he? This is the CC shirt, by the way. And you can DM us, reserve one. 35% 35% off if you DM us and reserve one. Okay. It is a cool shirt. So head on, on Twitter, wherever, find us on any social media, message us, comment to us that you want one. Uh, we're only selling a limited amount, so uh, reach out to us for that. The second thing I want to say, and I haven't even told you guys this, you have a burner account? On Twitter, I do not have a burner account. Do you? On Twitter. I I have a burner account. Okay, I'm pretty sure I can guess what it is. I'll just go through my mentions. It's I love Christian twenty seven. Nope. Okay, so people know it's definitely not me. I have had other Yankee podcasts message me to leverage me to put out bad reviews on. Other Yankee podcasts outside of their own. <laughs> Are you serious? On iTunes to lower ratings for the competitive shows. So you go on our iTunes. We have 124, 125 reviews. I think iTunes reviews right now are delayed. I got an email. And we're at a 4.5. And we've always been at a five-star rating. And it pisses me off to no end to see 4.5. If you are a fan of this show... If you love the show and you haven't yet left us a review on iTunes, it is more important now than ever because in the last two or three weeks, we've seen how many Yankee podcasts show up now and they're all starting to just go on every page and just do a one-star review just to put down the other shows. If you love us, if you are a fan of this show, please just take one second and leave us a five-star rating. I can, I, I, I'm asking that from the bottom of my heart. I can honestly say I, that thought of lowering a competitive show's rating has never, ever crossed my mind. And nor, nor should it, because you should only care about what you're putting out and the content that you're putting out there. If we got a one-star review, I want to earn it. Exactly. I want right, to earn absolutely. it. That somebody look, truly hates us. And we're, and I'm not saying that there aren't people out there who just don't take to this show. We're blunt. You know, we 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 speak our minds. Smoking blunts. And you know what? Hell yeah. You've gotten a lot of flack lately because you've been very vocal about the assholeness out there on Twitter it's and other social. And you know what? You get a lot of shit for it, and it causes people to then go out and, and leave a review that they're pissed off about things. But you know what? That is a review that I'm okay with. If you don't like it, look, I think you're an asshole for going on there and having to publicly you know say things because your own feelings were hurt and the show doesn't actually suck but you know what that's okay and and we're okay with that 
But if you are, I'm talking to the people who love the show, who have been loyal to the show. And there's a lot of you over the last few seasons. Please, if you haven't already, take a second and just leave us a five-star review. Again, it means more now than ever before. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, all right. Five-star uh-huh. review. Uh-huh. Also, one last thing. Yeah. We don't say this enough. We are also on YouTube now. You can watch every single episode if you want. I've gotten a bunch of comments that people love the fact they could put a face, even though like we're not the... Uh, most attractive group would maybe Stack Eye Rye. Thank you. The girls love Stack Eye Rye. But, you know, you can put a face to the to the voice. You can go on YouTube. Uh, just type in MIYST. Our channel pops right up. I don't even want to do the show today after that news. I'm... No, you can't let it get you down, bro. Nah, that's, you gotta that, just that's, have, a, that's a scummy, scummy listen, thing to do. You got to just have faith. That's in, like House of Cards shit. I never watched that show. But you so. know what? You got to just have faith in the people who have been loyal to us. Tell me who fucking said it. I will. We'll talk. Out, I, I will, want names. I will tweet every fucking Endgame spoiler to them. Tweet it. Right. Tweet I will it. tweet it we and will, tweet it and we tweet will it. Talk, we will talk off air. I'm not going to mention any names. I'll show you the messages that I've received. And it's been an influx of messages over the last couple of weeks. That's all I'll say. Wow! I actually made. Bombshell. I actually got eighty bucks from my cousin the other the other day. For what? Because I told him I said if you don't Venmo me eighty dollars right now, I'm going to spoil end game for you. Oh, that's pretty good. Did <laughs> I'm going to start doing that? Did he owe you money? <laughs> no. Oh, you just got the eighty bucks. That's yeah, good. I could probably go rob the bank without scummy. a gun. I'm going to give it. I'm it's kind of scummy, it. but I like it. it. I'm going to give it back to him though. Uh, Poor him that that. The, the movie actually means that much to him, but this is what anyway. you don't understand, though. Yeah, is that, man. Uh, I, I'm it's kind of eleven. Like, it's eleven. I'm sick years. of explaining it at this All point because right, it makes me like I'm not a, 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 a child. It's just for watching. We'll say it it's, again. It's a guilty pleasure that it's it's also it's okay. great content. And they're great. They're great movies. The movies that I have seen okay. are amazing. Okay. I will say this again. Now. Just okay. one, right, one last one last quick bit of fluff. Me and Ryan have a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Uh, that we have to admit. I think we have to just get it out there. We went to Boston, <laughs> right? Which I'm just not comfortable in Boston. Like, there's too many fucking Red Sox fans around. Uh-huh. And we went to the game. We left in, like, the fifth or sixth inning just because, you know, we wanted to experience Boston a little bit. I've been there a few times. We We went to a pretty cool bar. A bar, a bar. I didn't fucking right outside. Our team of wasn't playing, so there was no. You know, we got the experience. Obligation. We soaked enough in. There's a fucking annoying little kid next to us. I wanted to get the fuck away from him. Uh-huh. And by the way, a Yankee fan caught a foul ball at the Red Sox game. Uh, yeah. Whole place fucking almost ripped his head off. But anyway, so it's around six thirty, seven o'clock. We get an Uber. His, the guy's name was Bin. Worst fucking driver I've ever been with. All right, so if you're in Boston, don't get an Uber don't get with in ben. Uber with Bin. Okay, we get back. I stayed in my buddy's apartment. He was in New Jersey this past weekend. Save me a few hundred dollars. We start what? Again, I'll, I'll bring him up. James Holzhauser, Holzhauser, or something like that. Okay, this guy is the most unbelievable Jeopardy contestant you will ever watch. Please just take a second and watch him on Monday, and you will be hooked. He's already up to one point two seven five million. But they didn't in seventeen days. Yeah. But they didn't air the episode because of the stupid NFL draft. The s- second and third round of the NFL draft, so or whatever. We stream the episode. Okay, we watch it. Fast forward. 12 hours later, 7 in the morning, 
<laughs> Brian and I are watching Jeopardy on Netflix the entire night. We have papers scattered on the table because it turned into a competition. Yeah, we had to turn it into it. And that's how we spent our night in Boston. Wow, riveting. Okay. And I proved that I am much smarter than Chris. No, we, uh, no, you beat me in the fucking right. kids rounds right. and the teen rounds. Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. I I Keep put lying. up a good fight in the adult. All right. Now, you, now it's now it's I put up a good fight. Mm. Yeah, I did. Okay. All right. Well, you know uh, the New York Yankees have been putting up a good fight. They're currently uh, nine and one in the last ten games. Unreal sweep of the San Francisco Damn. Giants over the weekend. It's unbelievable. Sitting at seventeen and eleven, and you know what we were worried about? We said this is your opportunity to bury the Red Sox. They're six games up on Boston in the loss column right now. Yeah, and I still don't. It still doesn't mean much to me. I think that's. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's better than being uh, six games down. The Rays are eighteen and nine right now. They have a two game lead over the Yankees. I mean, it is April twenty seventh, right? Twenty seventh. Yeah. But twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty eighth. It's the twenty eighth. But yeah, listen, 28th. Christian, we exactly were at this game. It was it was Red Sox Rays, and we're looking up at the scoreboard with all these guys coming up for the Rays who are nobodies, and the numbers they're putting up. They're not going to sustain that type of play all year. That's just not their. I, I just well, don't see it. I'm happening. glad that you said that because this is one of the uh, main points that I want to have on the show here today. And I'm glad it is because it's something I wanted to talk about too. Is that there's a there's a section of Yankee fans on social media that don't want the stars to come back. They like the little engine that could, which is funny. They like the uh, the Urshelas and and. That's pretty much it. How uh, could you not, though, right? I no, mean, no, no. It's not that I don't like them. Right. It's that, oh, we like the small ball. We like the bunts. We like the stolen bases. We don't want any of our stars to come back. Now, look, the Angels and uh, Giants are masquerading as major league teams right now. Right. Okay? Do you really think the Yankees can sustain this no. through the next five months of a season? I'm so happy that you just said that because on the drive home from, from Boston – I was talking to Ryan, and it was before we even turned the fan on, where they were talking about the same exact thing. I was like, you know, I'm kind of torn because it's so it's kind of refreshing to watch these scrappy guys who don't strike out a lot, who make contact, who get on base, who find ways to score runs. And it's almost like you're sitting there like, I kind of don't want all these guys to come back. Yeah, that thought never crossed my mind. No, but here's the thing. I stopped stopped that thought. It's not a full thought. Mm Because I'm rational, and I say to myself, this can't be sustained. As great as it is right now, you have to look at it as it's great that they're holding this up and playing this type of baseball while the main guys are out. How many of those 10 games were they away? Uh, Seven. Seven, yeah. Seven out of the 10, right? Is this team, the team that's on the field right now, built for Yankee Stadium? I don't think they're no. really built for any stadium. They play, I don't know. They look built for San Francisco Stadium, that's, man. That's what I'm saying, they're built though. built for uh, openness. The PNC field is where uh, the real riders play. That's what they're built for. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is you play 81 games at home. Mm-hmm. Unless you're the Red Sox, then you play a couple in London. You play like 75. Right? You play 81 games at home. There's a reason why this team is built the way it is with power guys who strike out a lot. This team would not sustain this type of play. At least I don't think. 
It's not likely. No, they would not sustain this type of play. They're playing inferior competition right now. Okay, so they even though you you still have guys like Glaber Torres and Gary Sanchez who are better than any except for Mike Trout, they're better than anybody that has that Anaheim has or the Giants have. Even Brett Gardner would probably be the second or third best player on either of those teams, really, if you think about it. So yeah, they're and their pitching's been really good. Paxton's been good. Herman, hey, I don't know what the hell happened to him in the sixth inning today, but he's been really good. Uh, you know, Haps found something. You know, you're getting stuff. You know, you're getting good starting pitching. The bullpen's been a little bit better. So you know, you're able to beat these bad teams. You know, Pudge Rodriguez's son was the starting pitcher for the Giants today. Oh, you mean um, who the fuck does he look like? Pudge Rodriguez. No, he looks like uh, Lincecum. He looks exactly yeah, like his father. Just do you well. really yeah, think he, he, does? he does? He looks he exactly does. like his father, just skinny. Susan Waldman was saying on the radio, he looks nothing like him. Yeah, I got home and I saw the resemblance. No, but look, if I guess I didn't see him. Close if you enough. stretched him out and just put some long hair on him, he's his father. If you showed me a picture of of him and you said this guy's dad was a catcher in you would baseball, know immediately. Oh, it's Pudge. So the Yankees active right now on their twenty five man roster. Their active outfielders: Brett Gardner, Cameron Maybin, who they had to. They had to go sniff nice around. Pickup. They I had like to it. sniff around Cleveland's garbage bins to find this guy. Okay, and Mike Talkman. Mike Talkman, who's back to being the oh, sarcastic, yeah. immortal Mike Talkman, who's batting one eighty six on the year. Okay, you. That's the outfield you want. That's the that's the outfield that we want because they're scrappy. They're, they're scrappy. I don't team. know what it is about the fans right now, and I'm not knocking the fans. I'm just making a statement. I don't know what it is that like they're so against. The long ball and like the the power lineup that this team is built. Oh. What did we spend the majority of our offseason arguing with people about? Not getting Machado, not getting Harper, right? So two of the biggest stars to ever hit free agency, the Yankees didn't get. Y'all were mad about it. Oh, screw the Yankees! I I'm, fucking hate when I'm done. You and my wife say y'all. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? You know what I mean. You're not from down you south. You know what your wife and I have in common that we hate me. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> Um. Oh, I'm done with the Yankees. They're cheap. They start how this, how cheap, how revenue charts and blah blah blah, whatever, right? Because you didn't get Machado and Harper. <laughs> now now they love your all starting these. outfield is Brett Gardner, Mike Talkman, and Cameron Maybin, and you're you're okay with this? I'm sorry, but you could keep talking. I gotta pull this tweet up. The one that you commented on, that the guy oh. the guy said to me, yeah. like now you're okay with this. So the Yankees. <laughs> This is this is this is what I don't understand about this fan base is that you were mad you didn't get Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. But now Gio Rochelle is great. He's no don't get me wrong, he's done a great job. But you know, we don't need we don't need Miguel Andujar to come back. We don't need John Carl Stanton to come back because we have we have Mike Talkman. Come on. Mike Talkman is I, you're right. Mike You're Talkman right. got hot a little bit because he's a lefty who can reach the seats out in right field. But now that he's in a big ballpark like San Francisco or Anaheim where his swing doesn't travel like it would in a Yankee stadium, he's not doing anything. But uh, here's what I think you need to try a little. No. You don't have to. I know you're your own person. You're very stubborn in a lot of ways. We have to use Tyro Estrada and Tyler Wade in the outfield. But but we, don't, to, we don't need Aaron Hicks, right? I just right? need to try for one week. What? To just... Let just like I say for you to feel your feelings, let them feel their feelings a little bit. No, this is stupid. They're excited that these guys are playing so well. Chris, this is stupid though. But it's okay. It's okay for a little stupidity. You want to know why? 
Because they're not. Because they won. win then. They're they won in their last ten. Games. No, but they legit. But these people legitimately think this team is a playoff. Team. You want to talk about stupid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw this it is stupid. I, saw it I tweeted this the other night. Assuming Luke Voigt plays a full season, I'm basing it around 600 at bats. This was again a few nights ago. I think after the first game of the San Francisco series. All right. He's on pace for about 49 home runs and 135 RBIs. That's probably gone up. Someone fucking quote quotes this tweet and says, and assuming Gary Sanchez plays a whole season, which he won't, uh, he's already been hurt, you jerk off, so you're right, I guess. And catchers never really play a right. whole season anyway, so. He would be on pace for about 200 negative catching events. Error, pass ball. Uh, Is that a new analytics stat? Yeah. Negative a catching event. Okay. So I said, okay, and what about his offensive events? How many how many negative points is he gonna have there? As he hits a grand slam and then hits what two run homer today? Yeah, oh, bomb. Then he comes back and says, "Because I said at the end of my tweet, reminder: Yankees got Voit for fucking chasing Shreve. Like people don't talk about that enough." Yeah. He goes, "Reminder that the Yankees could have gotten Real Muto for Sanchez and Andujar. You're not. I'm sorry." At that point, I was like, you must be a troll, and I and I just cut him off. You can't be fucking serious, right? His point is like, they're hurt. They suck. Fuck you. Real Muto suck. I, I hate that jerk off because of his name. Because I hate saying his name. But anyway, that's stupidity. You know? If people are excited that these guys and, you know, they want to say stupid things, fine. But true stupidity is that is that tweet right there that I read. I said it in the offseason. If you wanted to tell me that you were willing to swap Real Muto for Sanchez straight up because you, you, for whatever reason you got tired of him, Sanchez, that is, okay, whatever, fine. You deal with it one for one swap, fine, okay. But where do you, where where's the intelligence of giving more players to the Marlins for Real Muto? Where where do you and Miguel Andujar of all people, right? There isn't any. Anyway, regardless, this team's what seventeen and eleven now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were sitting at eight and ten at one point. Uh huh. And we told everyone to just please just take a deep breath here. Not only has there been more bad news, but it's just constant. Tommy Canley, what happened with him? Nothing. I'm just saying. I'm looking at his stats. Uh, outside, he looks of that, like he's about to disappear. By the way, out of that, outside of that one game in, uh, he's he's been in 12 games this year. He's Chicago. had 11 scoreless appearances. Wow, it's phenomenal. The only time he gave up runs is when he gave up that home run in uh, Houston. It's uh, phenomenal. Houston. Also, by the way, with Lemayhu and uh, Ur- uh, Urshela, both X-rays came back negative for both with, players. Just for Tommy Canley, right? Whips under one, 15 strikeouts in 10 and two-thirds innings, uh, ERA of 1.69. That's the Tommy Canley we need, man. What was that pitch he was Imagine throwing he the other night, Chris? That was we a, were watching uh, here. It was a changeup. He got he got a I just did. He got nasty. He got Evan Longoria on that changeup today. And Evan Longoria, man, sh- outside of David Ortiz in the last 10 years, I had Oh man, you haven't feared a hitter more. Absolutely, than oh, yeah. Evan Longoria. Even he's even killed. out of his prime, he's just always kills the Yankees. But he's lost right. But now. imagine where the Yankees would be. Plus, you gotta you gotta talk about Britain too, who 
seems to find it, and then he comes in the next day, and he's just and fucking lost again. It's very yeah. frustrating, but as, as, putting that, all that aside, where would the Yankees be without Tommy Canely right now, being that Patances is out, and some of these other guys have been you know, somewhat of a question mark? Tommy Canely has really stepped it the fuck yeah, up. I think they'd have at least another loss without the performance of Canely. Oh, I think they might have a couple. He's been put in some pretty big spots over the last week or so. Can we give Christian some credit for his uh, analysis saying that Chad Green was potentially going to get dude, sent down? I actually read because I, dude, I was like, no way would they do. I this. actually tweeted. It uh, took one more bad appearance from Chad. Green, right. Though. The teaser that I put out for episode one thirteen was you kind of missed the beginning, but we were actually talking about Chad Green potentially being set, uh, sent down for Tarpley. And I had to retweet it and say credit to Christian, man. Absolutely. That whole conversation was, would they send down Chad Green? Is it, has it gotten to that point? I honestly, I fed into it a little because I didn't think it was a crazy idea, but I didn't think it was actually going to happen. I said it would it would take one more bad bad appearance for them to start to consider it, not to immediately and send I did him down say after they, it. They're definitely considering it before then. But I think really, like realistically i was not thinking that was actually going to happen i really wasn't they're using uh, they're going to use chad green as an opener down in scranton okay i mean what do you really want to talk about uh, it's it's hard to really dive into this team they're winning right now it, it seems like they're winning with a lot of smoke and mirrors I like the scrappiness. I do. And not because I want it to stick around and this is how it should be. I like the fact that these guys have had to step up to the plate. And instead of trying to be the guys whose shoes they're filling, they're coming into their own. They're playing the type of baseball that they need to play to win. And it's refreshing. You know who the two guys that have really stepped up in the the regulars are Voight and LeMayu. Okay, are we at a point now, because I said this the other day to myself, are we at a point now where Luke Voigt, we can say he's the real deal? I mean, is it too? Is it still too early on in this season? Or I think can it's we say still that? a bit too early, but I think it's totally solidifying itself that he really... I don't think it's too early No, I know, anymore. and I, I technically... Because maybe you're I watching don't... a guy who had the success, yeah, last year, and it was a short, it was a small sample size... But he's truly sustained it and showed what kind of talent doesn't just disappear. He's shown what kind of talent he has and that he, you know, guys still haven't been able to figure him out. And plus, the good thing is is that his game is at its best right now when guys like Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stan aren't in that lineup yes, to protect him. this is him. what was important is that you needed somebody to fill the void. Of, void. The void. Yeah. Well, he, he stepped up, man. I mean, there. He's got, what, a 39-game on base streak. He snapped his hitting streak yesterday, but then he got three hits today. He had a really big hit when it was 2-0. Uh, you know, he gets that single through the hole on the in, <clears throat> on the right side of the infield, scores two big runs there, you know, kind of gave the Yankees a little bit of breathing room. Why are we so reluctant to to give in to the fact that he could be the solution. Because who did they... Is it because we've had trade so much for? bad success? I think he is the solution now. I think he solidified himself Do you think he's there? As, Do you think it's I think time? at this point, it, it's his job. I mean, yeah. he's really... I'm not I agree saying that. that that's a question. What I'm saying is, have the Yankees found their first baseman? 
Yeah, I think they have now. And I point. think he's been really good defensively too. No, outside been, of the first two weeks, he's been he's been up and down. He one day one game he looks like he's really improved out there, and then another. Then today, not that he got credit with any errors, but he was a little men's and men's out there, you know. But you're not really holding your breath with this guy. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, he knows how to pick a ball. He's made some nice plays. He'll he'll he can definitely evolve into a pretty good defensive first baseman. Yeah, I, I mean, I there's definitely room for improvement. Adequate. For him, it's I don't think it's not like ever he's be lost, is what I'm saying. Adequate. Serviceable. If serviceable. he's gonna if he's gonna hit the way he's hitting, then I will absolutely take his defense any day of the week. Me too. So I mean, some good news injury wise uh, is that Miguel Andujar played in some extended spring training yes. games over the weekend. Uh, apparently, everything's pretty good there. Uh, he. Probably Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, Boone said that he'll go play with, I believe, High A Tampa. And then looks like he could be on track to join the Yankees in, Dude, I'm uh, over the shocked. weekend. I'm really shocked. I didn't think this was going to happen. I really didn't. He had a home, he, I don't know if he just one of the said games, this, but yeah, he had a home run, run his first game, I think. Yeah. With single A, is he going to play the field? I would assume that would be the Yeah, player. I mean, at this point. And then Ryan said it to me the uh, the other night. We were watching the San Francisco game, uh, the first game of the series. I mean, let's just assume a lot of these guys start rolling back into to the lineup healthy. Who are the guys you're sending down? Because Gio Urshela, man, he's earned a spot here, I well, think. right now, right? Let's say Urshela's hand. Well, the x-ray came back negative on Urshela's hand, but you got to see how it swells up or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Uh the off day could be good for him, you know, get some of that swelling out there, even if he misses Tuesday's game, and then it'd be fine for Wednesday. You know, the, if the Yankees weren't so friggin' banged up, I would just say, because you got a day off tomorrow on Monday, two-game series, day off Thursday, just give him these four days to rest it. But, you know, even with LeMahieu, you can't really afford to have a dead spot on your bench, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, look at what they had to do today. I mean, Jay Happ had to come in and, and pinch yeah, it. and that was another thing people were freaking out about on Twitter. But you know what? And Boone made you know Boone explained it as well as as you can explain it. Two is outs, that right? At that it's point, it's a low yeah, it's a low leverage situation. You got nobody on. You know, you're up in the game. You're not going to burn through one of your remaining bench players when you already had to put in two guys for injury replacements and leave yourself with one guy at right. that point in the game. And he even said that if the first two guys reached, he right. was bringing in half because he he wanted to use that spot to to bunt. Oh, he would have done it anyway. Yeah, the only way Ford was coming on if there was one on with one out. If there was no no okay. on and two out, as we saw happen, then it was two on with no out. He was still bringing in half the bunt. Who were we? Who was it that we were listening to that was being interviewed today with Rick, Richard Neer? Rick Sarone. Rick Sarone. Did you know he has a column with? Uh, I call part digest of something digest baseball, baseball digest. digest. Yeah. First of all, it was a great interview. Awesome interview. Um, yeah, I'd Rich. love to have have him on the show. Richard Neer. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of Neer. He he puts me to sleep too. But um, Sarone was talking about how much credit Aaron Boone really deserves for this because of the things that we spew every single week that this guy doesn't change who he is, and as frustrating as it might be to hear it over and over. That's what the Yankees want and need and how important that is that if you have a manager who's who's freaking out after they're eight and 11 and everyone's still getting injured, 
you're not looking at a, at a team that's 17 and 11 right now. You're looking at a team that's folding under pressure, in my opinion. Uh, and I, I loved it every second of that. And yesterday, because uh, I'm going, this was written a few days ago, so it's not really up to date, but it's a list of uh, when the injured Yankees are due back, and it said that, uh, it says, Expect a return for Ellsbury TBD. And, oh Jesus! And somebody, when Boone was going through the uh, the injury list yesterday, somebody thought, you know, the obligatory Ellsbury, and he's like, you know, Boone was just basically like, he's not far along, meaning that he's just not really, he's not really doing anything. He, it's he said, a deja vu, he said, man. He said from last keep, episode, things keep popping up for him. That's what. Boone, of course, that's it. I don't even want. I just like we don't say the name SG anymore on the show. I don't even think we should say Ellsbury's name anymore. Okay. Okay. Unless it's that he's released. Uh, the other guy that uh, went on the injured list earlier in the week was Clint Frazier, uh, but it shouldn't be too long. It's actually, Clint Frazier. <laughs> no flavor. That's not it's true. Clint Frazier. Uh, he should be back within uh, ten to fourteen days. So okay, so uh, four weeks. No. I love how I, I was actually tweeting that game from our main account that night. And I said, I promise you, he's not okay. I thought maybe it'd be more day-to-day. But I said, don't be surprised if he ends up on the on the injury list. And people were flipping out on me. Like, wait till you get the facts. And that's and I, the, I'm watching the facts. Right now, he can't even swing a bat. That's the kind of injury, too. It, you don't feel that until the next morning when you wake up. No, uh, you know, the Yankees were right to shut him down. I mean, it was the yeah, right move. But you know what's frustrating? Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like you know the Madden curse whenever someone's mm-hmm. on the f- cover of Madden they get hurt. Which it hit early this it's year. It's like huh? the play well curse right now. Any guy who's like been stepping up for this team, play well like curse. DJ LeMayu just started like getting, that. you know, Not hot, hot for this team. Oh, he Gio, totally turned it back Gio on. Rochella, hot, boom, both down. Uh, what was that both of them today? Well, yeah. DJ's was was know, actually dude. On Friday, but like but... Frazier, have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen a player hotter? And then all of a sudden, yeah, boom, no. down. How about the sound that made when Ur- uh, Urshela got hit? Yeah, well, man, that was a pop. There's not a lot of meat there, so yeah. you know, oh, at least yeah. at least it came back negative. That's where Judge got hit, right? No, no, no. Who got hit in the wrist and missed? Well, Judge a lot of time? did, but it was different spot. Oh. It was... got hit on there. He got hit on the top. Of yeah, the it was yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. By what's his face? Who didn't he hit, hit someone Junis, else? Jacob Junis. What are you talking about? Aaron Judge the, last no, I year. I know that, but what are you talking about? The next day, the next pitcher hurt Aaron Judge. I forget oh, okay. who it was. Oh right, it was. It was it the was same both team against the Royals. Right. No, Judge didn't get hit this time around. He no, pulled, he didn't he get pulled hit. the muscles. Right. Straight. He got hurt in the against same the series Royals again, and the game was also seven to two, which is weird. Uh, <clears throat> so Frazier. You know, it sucks for him again that he's hurt again, but I mean that's a freak thing. I mean you know, But I think at least it's great that he was able to prove to himself, most importantly, that he is a legitimate yes. MLB. That's hitter. a that's a freak injury slash learn how to fucking slide. Okay. That looked like it hurt. It yeah, really, as much as people want to get on the Yankees training hard. stuff, which I think is ridiculous. Uh, a lot of these things have been freak injuries. Uh, Frazier sliding in the, in the second base. Andujar sliding at third base. You know, Urshela gets hit by a pitch. LeMayu fouls a ball off his leg. I mean, you can't hold that on the Yeah, tr- no, all those things are, you can't hold anyone accountable for. Did we talk about what happened with Stan? Did we cover that on the show? Probably not, right? I don't think we did. No. I mean, Jesus. It, then, then you get... 
injuries on top of injuries. Stan could be back right now because, he's, as Boone said, he's completely healed from the bicep injury. But now he needed a cortisone shot in his shoulder. Shoulder, yeah. Yeah, that's been that's been another frustrating layer to this whole season as far as the injury is front. that you can't get these guys back right. because they heal from one thing and something else happens to them. But he, Boone did say that it shouldn't be too much. I mean, Stanton didn't go with the team to San Francisco because he lives close by to where they were in Anaheim. So he stayed there, did some rehab. He's going to join the team in uh, Arizona. Arizona. And then, you know, it shouldn't be too long after that he'll be playing in some games. And uh, Is he going to be activated in Arizona? No, he's not going to be activated in Arizona. But he's just joining the team. Yeah. I heard some good news on Batances, or am I wrong? Uh, it's the thing with Batances is that uh, it, once he gets throwing, it's not going to take him a long time to get back because he's a reliever. Okay. And Stack Rye asked me this the other uh, today. I don't know; my days are just meshing at this point. Will we see Luis Severino this year? If you do, it won't be till uh, after the All Star game. That's the feeling that I've been getting. I think if he suffers one more setback, they're just going to shut it all down. No, I don't know about that. I think they're going to keep pushing for it. Unless they invested in him, man. Yeah, but if you they think still it, got what six, yeah, but six more seasons still, after that, that's that could be more of a reason to shut him down. And if there's that's not more, something yeah. major structurally wrong with him, then yeah. I don't see them shutting it down. I just but, see them. But just, like, think about this, man. But if he has another setback, let's talk about Paxton, right? I mean, this guy. Has truly stepped it up. Over Thirty-two the last Ks in his last three starts. Right. Let's just think about that. If Severino can come back healthy and strong and be Luis Severino, on top of Tanaka pitching the way we know he could pitch in the postseason, this might be the rotation that we've all been looking for to to coast us through October. If we get there, which we better. So it's it, as as many negative things that have hit this team. The fact that they're playing such good baseball has allowed us to still look at a lot of the positives. Definitely. It really has. And that's what I like. You want to throw it to the sponsor soon? Yeah, go ahead. Throw it to All right, now. let's throw it to baseballism.com. Uh, or you can go to a physical location. Uh, Michael K was actually there in San Francisco. He uh, tweeted out a pic the other day. And we were actually at the physical location in Boston. We met the uh, store manager, Katie, some other guy who talked a lot. Yeah, he talked um, a lot. He's a good guy. Nice guy. Great guy. Actually, we got a little update on Troy Tulowitzki here. He could be playing in an extended spring training game tomorrow. But like, or month, today, this is, you'll hear this and not on to, Monday. Not to go off of the spot, but let's when we come back, can we just touch up on, on Tulo? I want to ask you a question about that. Okay. Your thoughts on something. Okay. Uh, back on Baseballism.com, check them out. Make sure you use promo code NYYST at checkout to save yourself 15% on your order. Let's uh, throw it to the sponsor and uh, we'll be uh, back after this. Hey, have you heard about baseballism? A premium lifestyle apparel brand focusing on the class, tradition, and history of baseball. You can find everything from accessories such as phone cases and watches to your next favorite baseball tee. Whether you're a player or just a fan of the game, Baseballism has something for everyone. They also have multiple stores, including one in Cooperstown, home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. 
hop online to baseballism.com and check out all they have to offer. Just be sure to use promo code NYYST at checkout for 15% off your entire order. Baseballism, a brand built for love of the game. All right, we're back here on episode 114 of the NYYST podcast. That was our sponsor, Baseballism. Check them out at baseballism.com. Check Use out the hat, though. <laughs> NYYST will save you 15% at checkout. So uh, you wanted to ask me about something about uh, uh, Tour 2. Okay, so we're not talking about Miguel Andujar, right? We're not talking about Giancarlo Stanton. We're not talking about Aaron Judge. We're talking about Troy Tulowitzki, who... Didn't have a lot of time to do so, but he didn't really prove himself when he was healthy. Are you really excited that? Yes. Why? Not Tell excited, why. but uh, I do and who, want. Him and to, whose place does he take? I'm not excited for him to come back, but I do want him to come back. Oh, oh I again, I didn't ask that because I think we all want the guys to come back who are who are hurt. Uh, what I'm asking is, are you necessarily excited or anxious for him to come back? And what moves are made when he does come back? The Yankees need healthy bodies up here. So, I mean, if he's going to be a healthy body, I'd take him. But who is he replacing? Because mm. a lot of the guys here, even Tyler Wade, who offensively, I know he's been a little bit better. I mean, uh, geez, like, I would have Defensively hand. and off the bench, I really like Tyler Wade now. All right, so he could stay. Keep in mind, though, that some other players might be back before Tulowitzki, so you, you have to add that into the equation and, as well. And and Estrada's been really good. Yeah, but I think they want to keep him down. Yeah, and they sh- yeah, I understand. But Estrada's got to be the move, right? Yeah, I, I mean, would assume so at this point. Yeah, because what? They would keep Talkman up there well, for you now? Could also, yeah. you could also... You could also... not get any help in the outfield. You could dump yeah. off guys like uh, Tarpley and shit, too. No, I do know they're going to keep the, their bullpen at 13. Oh, I'm saying when, like, Batances comes back. And, yeah, but that's still probably... We're probably at least a month away from Batances coming back. All right, so so you'd say Estrada's the move. But then, like, what about Tulowitzki's on the team? He's really not doing all that great. And then Stanton's healthy now. And who's, who's Mike he? Talkman. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to be upset about it, but you got to also You would say, probably think that they would keep Talkman over Maben at this point because Talkman has options. Is Tulowitzki on the roster at the end of this regular season? I no. don't, I don't no think way. so. No way. In uh, in no, this because, organization, I'd no, rather say. No, because of one guy. No, because they would have to designate him for assignment, and then if he shows any type of anything, you know, somebody will pick him up. Uh, the answer is no for one guy. His expiration date. One guy date, is the reason, and that's Gio Urshela. No. I thought it was Didi. It's Didi Gregorius. His expiration date comes when Didi comes back. Okay, but we don't know for sure. I'm sh- I mean, I know... He's looking good and feeling good. I'm talking about more of what's happening right now. No, the reason why he doesn't have a spot on this team is because of Gio Rochella, but his expiration date comes when Didi Gregorius comes right, back. But, right, but, okay, so that's fair. If Gio Rochella wasn't on this team or wasn't playing well, or maybe he sucks by the then time... Tool would be a bench player. Right, but because Gio's really stepped up... And the Yankees would, if I'm not mistaken, the Yankees would lose Urshela because it's... Uh, well, you you know you left your computer at home, so you can't even do yeah, your job. Yeah, really prepared. He might be out of options. I don't I don't know if he is. I, I don't think he is. It doesn't seem like he I, would be. Wasn't he in the minor leagues most of the season last year? I think they signed him to a minor league contract, though. Right. I'm not sure. I don't listen. 
That's your shit, bro. That all that shit confuses me. I don't know. I don't know what his option status are. I don't even like. That's one thing. Yeah, I'm we a need a shaky stack guy or something. You know what? I'll 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 fill in. I forgot my laptop. I'm a bit out of it. I we didn't sleep. Chris told oh told God. you guys about the Jeopardy stuff. So we got like two hours of sleep. That was last night. This morning. Yeah, it was this morning. It was into I seven a.m. We finally fell asleep at seven. Woke up at nine. Drove five hours back. Yeah, home. I woke up at eight thirty. I think been a mess. All worth good it time though. though. Great time. So there is a little injury update on our uh, former guest here, uh, Ben Heller. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, says uh, he's been steadily recovering and he's been facing hitters. In Tampa, and he uh, could become a depth option in sometime in June. He could be a nice piece for this team uh, in that back end of the the bullpen. Who'd you you say? know, Ben Heller. 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 You know, especially if Tarpley keeps pitching the way is Heller a lefty? No, Heller. no, okay. righty. Yeah, Tarpley, man, he looks. Uh, okay, Jonathan you know, Tarpley. Have you had, have you had Stephen your Tarpley doesn't okay. look. Okay. Well, well, why? I bring a laptop okay. when I was in Florida. I was uh, thinking about going to a spring training game, but he wasn't with the team. Oh. Uh, Holder looked pretty good today, too, in his uh, inning of work. I don't know how to feel about him right now, though. So He's just so hot and cold, just like, you know, Britain. But you can see glimpses of Britain mm-hmm. coming back into his old his old form. The thing with Holder is, I, you know, fans get all agit- agitated when he comes in, especially, you know, in the... Close games, you know, two runs either way or three runs either way. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Boone's got to use this guy. He can't be thrown out of Vino and Britain every single night. You know, the game that they lost in Anaheim, it was a tie game, and in the sixth inning, mm-hmm. and he went to Holder with two outs in the sixth inning, and everybody freaked out about it. You're asking him to get one out. You know, I know that people are now countering, oh, Josh Hader pitched two innings uh, against the Mets on Saturday night. That's great. Let them burn their bullpen guys out in April. Well, why did you know, there's no need for Adam Adovino or Britain to be going multiple innings right now. You got a guy like Holder out there who was really good for you last year. You know, you got to think that he can get you one out. Well, I'm glad you just brought that up because I think part of the reason you're seeing Yankee starters maybe go an inning too long of late. A part of that has to do with the fact that maybe Boone has been pushing these guys a little bit longer than he normally would in, you know, late April. I don't think he's been pushing anybody that long. Oh, you saw Paxton throw a hundred and what, four pitches the other night. I'm not I saying, would hope I'm that not even he's saying, got that in his arm. Right, though. but I'm not just saying just pitch count. It takes time for these guys to build up what they can really do midsummer. Yeah, but it's what his fifth start now. He should be able to throw a hundred pitches. Yeah, and and listen, I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but you're you're seeing that one inning come up in a lot of these starting pitchers lately. Where and I think today kind of lose it all, and it's like maybe Boone normally if he had a full bullpen. Mm-hmm. I think today if they weren't up eight nothing, he would have not allowed Herman to get through the sixth inning. He you know, would have taken him out. The most frustrating thing for me is the fact that they're up 6 nothing the other day, and then all of a sudden Chapman's coming into the game. In yeah, the you know inning. what? And I told you this. Like I Normally I would get upset over that, but this team, what they're no, throwing yeah, out can. there and You're they're right. winning, You're right. as long as the end of the day that 
you know, and then really you think about it, they should have just swept Anaheim. I mean, you know, Tanaka's got to be better than that. He's got to hold a four nothing lead. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, that was another one. He lost it in his last. Yeah. Inning. I mean, really, if you really want to break down this whole West Coast trip so far, the game they lost. Fine. I'm not going to bitch and complain. You know, but. They had a four nothing lead. Which what are they? That's tied? a that's a game that you're not typically losing. They're tied with the Braves for uh, most blown leads so well, far I think this year. They had a lead in nine of their eleven losses this yeah. year. Yeah, but again, look at the record. Look at the way they've been playing. Yeah. Just like you've been saying, you can't harp on those things right now. Nah. This team should not be playing as well as they have been. And it's not it's not just bullshit. This team is finding ways to win. The oh, they're way, playing good baseball. Yeah, they I mean they had they 15 really hits, are, right? The other, uh, yesterday. They scored really 11 are. runs on on uh, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. But you know, uh Arizona's played a little bit better since uh we last recorded, although they did drop their last two games, you know, it might be a little bit tougher of a test for them. And then, you know, they're going home after that. Uh let's bring up the schedule here. Yeah, then Minnesota, I think, at home, right? They go home after two. Yeah, you know what? I don't. I don't care about Minnesota. We said this last week. I don't yeah. care what Minnesota. They could does. be undefeated up to that. Yeah, we said that the the Twins. We could play the Twins at the end of the year. They could be a hundred and fifty and zero, and I'm still confident the Yankees are are sweeping them at home, or at least just making the them. The Twins look like are shit. currently leading the NL. Uh, the NL, the AL Central. They're currently leading. They're sixteen and nine right now. They're playing good ball. Seven and three in their last ten. So well, that was the case two years ago, right? And then then Cleveland went on that twenty three game winning streak or something like that. All right, so you, you know how you know the phrase "no question" is a stupid question. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it. Okay, embracing. If myself. a player is out of options in 2018 and then gets traded or signed to a minor league deal, then with he's another, out of options. Still out of options. Yeah, it's a player. Okay, so the players, the players, players. Uh, I didn't know because I know a lot of times they like no, carry I, no, over. You don't and get shit. more options once you're out. You're uh, out. Urshela is you're actually out of, out of options. Yeah, I figured that. So yeah, the Yankees will. The Yankees would lose him. So I'm. I don't think they're not any, right now. They're not ready to lose. Hell no. And and he get he get picked up immediately. If definitely he's okay with the hand, and if Andujar is ready to come back this weekend, Urshela is going to be your third baseman, and Andujar would be your your DH for right now. Right. I'm not saying that completely healthy. I'm playing Urshela over Andujar, which I've seen people tweet, "Oh, you got to play Urshela over Andujar because of his defense." No, you don't. It's the same reason why you don't play San- uh, Romine over Sanchez because of his defense. Because right. Urshela can't do with the bat what Miguel Andujar can do, just like uh, Romine can't do with the bat what Gary Sanchez can do. You know, Austin Romine has wet dreams over hitting the ball. The, and people think the that's way us that Gary Sanchez, Austin Romine, no. and it's not. We love the guy, and he's done a phenomenal job every time Gary's gone down. Romine has stepped it up. He's been great, yeah. but he's not Gary Sanchez. People need to get this notion out of their head that Gary Sanchez costs the Yankees more games than than wins for them because it's just ridiculous. You know what? If Gary Sanchez is going to, you know, he's going to hit 35 home runs this year, you're not going to care about pass balls, I'm sorry. You're just not. Tommy Canely had of options also, by the way. Yeah. I did not know that. I thought he had one left. No. He's out. Okay, so Tommy Canely. Okay. Okay, Tommy Canely. Mike from the Bronx. So we'll be back. Uh, unless you guys want, you guys want to hit on anything else, or uh, no, man. I, I listen. I think we we 
we had a nice little fluff bullshit going on. I think we covered everything we needed to cover. I thought it was a nice little episode here. I think it's you just you just keep checking days off the calendar right now. The Yankees win, check it off. The Yankees win, check it off. Because even if the Yankees on this trip would have went, you know, what did they play seven games? If they would have went three and four, you would have been okay with it. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't fall on their face. They played decently on the road and on the West Coast. And you know what? With the way this, with the lineups that they're running out there, you just you're like, okay, I'm fine. But they went six and one in their last seven games. So just keep checking them off. You don't think too deeply into it. You like that Gary is getting a little hot. You, you know, you hope DJ's okay. You like that he's getting hot. You like that Voight stepping up in all these guys' absence. You like that but, Gary came back from this injury and mm-hmm, has now definitely just took kinda, him a couple games. Yeah, but, but still, you no, expect no, that, I right? Mean, and the other thing is that in his last six games or so, uh, Glaber's stepped up. He's been hitting the ball a lot yep. better. Yeah, he's he's doing what you he's not doing what you said he was doing, which was kind of overcompensating and pressing. Well, now he's because trying to do too much, yeah, like because that, hey, he, hit, he like you know what, and I'm not saying line. that he can't adjust to this later in his career, but right now he likes to be a follower more than a leader. Because he likes to follow in line with everybody else. And Voight's hot, but may use hot. Uh, Gary's hot, so now Glaber can get hot. When Glaber needs to be that guy, he hasn't been that guy. Right. And you know what? That's not to say that he can't be because this is only his second not. year in Major League Baseball. But right now, that's why you need you you need a, other guys, and then you would see the best of uh, right. Glaber Torres. And I think we are seeing that right and now. And you know what's funny too? We were actually we took a trip last year to Camden Yards, and it was around the same time the Yankees. At actually had a West Coast trip against the Angels, and that's really when they started to kind of play really good baseball on the West Coast. The Yank- This team, with these early West Coast trips, they've actually had a lot of success over the last two years. Yeah. The, they said the West Coast is the best coast. Right. I like that. I don't. East Coast is the least coast. Yeah, it's that's that's uh, that's some garbage. Oh, I thought it, that was like a Yankee. It's a lyric phrase that came. No, out. is that a Kid Rock lyric? No, we got to. Should we try to and get Kid, Kid Rock. Rock on the show? Yeah, Might I don't as well. know. How we we name dropped him twice now. Oh, uh, we talked. I don't to even him like Kid Rock. Okay, well, Kid Rock here. Okay, bomb with the bird, bang the dang turkey. Okay, that was was that even him? Yeah, so yes. it was it close wasn't? enough. It was close enough. Okay. Ba with the ba, that's that's ba with the ba. And, uh, and the, the dude that died, the mini me dude. Uh, that wasn't oh, mini me. Was no, I know it wasn't, but he died. Yeah, no, the guy's name was Joe C. Okay, but it wasn't mini me. I understand. I was saying. He, oh, no, no, no. all right. Oh, uh, before before I'm saying you, he died. Yeah. You just grouping you, all little people together. No, but he, Vern Troyer wasn't a music video for Kid Rock. He, he was actually. Was he? Yes. Yeah. But he's thinking of Joe C. Okay, yes. yeah, I didn't. I know who I'm thinking of. Okay, I'm glad that you know who you're all thinking right. of. All right. All right enough, okay. Kid Rock, enough Kid Rock talk. My bad. I, I apologize. <laughs> Ryan for derails the show now. Yeah, I really all right, so do. We, uh, we'll be back. We'll do a midweek pod this week. We'll record Thursday, wrap up. Uh, I'm excited for your guys' show together. Yeah, I'm excited too. It'll that, be good to talk uh, about it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Okay, we got major spoilers. Okay. Don't watch or listen to the show if... You haven't seen Endgame. Yeah, which we'll probably drop. Like we'll we'll kind of. I really of want you guys that. to do it live because I really want to start messing around with it. 
That would be yeah, such but a, I don't think it's it's not to, fair right now. You don't, right, don't want to get even can just you one maybe person. Do one little portion when you talk about the Yankees. Can we? Can you go live on it? Oh, we'll talk about. We'll talk about. Maybe we'll go live. Maybe the three of us will go live next week. We'll see. Because yeah. we'll do maybe a short little show. We'll go. Okay. Live. Okay. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, like we said, Yanks will be in Arizona, and then hopefully they'll come home, and you know there'll be some smiling faces in the clubhouse, maybe in the form of uh, Miguel Andujar. As long as fucking Jacoby Ellsbury isn't in the clubhouse. maybe in the form of uh, a guy like John Carl Stanton, and then you know maybe Aaron Hicks will resurrect himself from the dead, and we can see him too. Okay. <laughs> So thank you for listening to episode 114 of the NYYST podcast. Thank you to our sponsors, Baseballism. Follow them on Twitter at Baseballism. Follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. No, that's, I'm not even doing it correctly. Oh, I wanted to cut been stack. so long. Oh, wow. Sorry, Rob. That, you right that truly out, offended man. me. All right. Okay. So uh-huh. I was like prepping uh-huh. for it. Uh-huh. But that was going to be a good one, too. Okay. I'm sorry. It wasn't in the okay. analytics. <laughs> That guy, Rye. Let's go, Yanks. Chris. Say goodbye. Peace.